You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. All right. I don't know if you caught any of this this weekend, Mike, but it's definitely worth talking about. There were two live events that took place this weekend on saying TV is a little, you know, whatever. But there was one streaming and one on TV. Did you catch any of Travis Kelsey on SNL? Because I thought he did a phenomenal job. I I did not watch the whole show. I saw his monologue and I saw a couple of the sketches online, and I agree. I thought he was very good. Um, there there were like one or two times where I think he kind of fumbled with a cue card, but but for the most part, he was really good. I also did not know he had a dating show. Like Catching a Kelsey, yep. I yeah. did not know that at all. Um, so that, that was kind of funny to see that. But um, no, he was good. I, and I'm going to tell you something. I, I took a little heat on Twitter because after the Super Bowl, I tweeted that I'm sure the Kelsey brothers are really, really nice guys, but I'm a little bit over it with just them being extra, especially Travis after the Super Bowl talking about how no one believed us. No one thought we had a chance. <laughs> yeah, Pat Mahomes as your quarterback. Like, come on, come on. So I'll admit I, I tweeted that and took some heat for it. Uh, I, I thought he did a great job. I thought his brother did a really funny job during the monologue, kind of playing along with some of the, the shtick. Uh, not easy to do. You no. know, Wayne Gretzky hosted Saturday Night Live when he played for the LA Kings and was terrible. Um, Charles Barkley hosted Saturday Night Live. And I think that's when he was playing with the Phoenix Suns. Not, not really that great. Which is surprising, uh, by the way, based off the media career he has carved for himself. Yeah, but but I think it just goes to show you that Charles Barkley's really worked on that. Um, and again, it's different when you're reading cue cards, trying to like act and and be something that maybe you're not, as opposed to Charles Barkley being incredibly authentic when he's on inside the NBA. Right. I think there's a huge, huge difference. Um so it, it, my point is it has not been an easy transition at all for uh, athletes to make that kind of, um, you know, move to host Saturday Night Live. And Travis Kelsey may have done it as, as well as anyone. Yeah, and he has the, the underlying quality that is absolutely necessary for that, which is unwavering confidence in himself and – I yep. would too if I if I were him if I was 6'5", 270 pounds, extremely handsome guy, you know, well spoken, funny. It's it's not a hard life to live. I would assume to be Travis Kelsey. No, no, but I'll tell you, um, you know, I was having a conversation with someone over the weekend at Atlanta United, and we were talking about how Matt Ryan has 
apparently stated some aspirations to go into broadcasting. Yep. He'll do a good job with that. Mm -hmm. But from a personality standpoint, Travis Kelsey going into broadcasting, there will be a bidding war over yep. his services. Yep. I don't know if there will be a bidding war over Matt's services. There will be a definite bidding war over Travis Kelsey's services. You can see Matt easily sliding into like the Boomer or Phil Simms role on CBS. Well, you know, or I could see Matt doing college games, like doing ACC mm. games or, or something like that, kind of like on that Brian Greasy, Dan Orlovsky track. Uh, whereas Kelsey, I think he goes right into either a studio or a number one or number two booth. Because, look, here's why. He's informative. He's entertaining. He's funny. And he's not going to be afraid, I think, to piss anyone off. Yeah. I agree with you 100%. And even more so than maybe even a Tom Brady, I would think. Just because Tom Brady has so many outside relationships and outside uh, connections, both with players currently, players past, and endorsements, that there may be even some topics he wouldn't cross. But a Travis Kelsey, who is famous, but a notch or two below a Tom Brady, you could safely say, you can just let it rip. Yeah. I'm going to have a, a hot take for you. I'm going to predict that Tom Brady never makes it into a broadcast booth. Wow. I, I I still think it's not happening. Throwing away 375 mil? Well, now remember that number has been disputed. Okay. That number has been disputed. Fox says it's way, way lower. Even if uh, it's half. Okay, even if it's half, but then again, if that's the case, why isn't he going in right now? Why is he taking this gap year? He's taking you a Rodgers-like sabbatical. All right. I don't know about <laughs> you. I don't know about you. When I'm really excited about starting a new job, I'm getting in there as soon as I possibly can. Uh, yes, I can relate, as a matter of fact. Exactly. Like, when we hired you down here, did you want to take a gap year? No. Did, got you, want to, you want to take me time, go nope. to a darkness retreat to get mentally ready to work for 92.9 the game? No, you were excited to come down here and you got to work. As a matter of fact, uh, the old former APD here, the, the question was after we finalized everything, how soon can you get down here? Yes. And I said, That's as, always soon the as, question. as soon as you need me. There you go. That That's the right attitude. You now, Tom Brady doesn't have to worry about having the right attitude. I, I just... My thing is, if he wanted to do it so badly, he'd be in the booth right now. So I, okay. I, I'm, I'm going to predict that Tom Brady never makes it into the broadcast. All right, we're going to clip this one. Uh, March sixth. I'm going to be wrong, but I'm going to stick with it. March sixth, twenty twenty three. Mike Conti declares no Brady to the booth. It is done. Real quick before we hit our third and final topic, did you catch any of Chris Rock's special or the fallout from that? Because he. He sounded like a man who waited a year to take a blowtorch to somebody's face. It was pretty intense. Yeah. Um, I don't blame him. <laughs> I don't blame him. Um, what I'm still unclear on, did Will Smith ever, like, really meaningfully and sincerely apologize to Chris Rock? Yes, he did. It okay. was a few months ago. He went on, well, to, I forget which TV show, but well, it's, I mean, it's, policy not accepted. No, like, it's, uh, no. Yeah. The, the <laughs> whole, that whole situation was incredibly grimy. 
I thought for sure it was staged. I thought it was an act. I, I thought it was, ooh, look at the Oscars being edgy and relevant and all that. And clearly I was wrong. Um, but yeah, Chris Rockman, he's not over it. And it, it, I do, I think, appreciate his attempt at explaining why um, there may have been a little bit of lingering stuff before the incident with uh, Jada. Uh, that, that I thought was enlightening. I, I didn't really know that existed and how strongly he felt about it. But right. um, it's fascinating. It, it, and, and the other thing that fascinates me is... Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. If Will Smith was not Will Smith, if he was Chris Thomas, okay. or he was Mike Conti, and he did that to Chris Rock on the street, we'd be behind <laughs> bars. Right First of all, yes, we got we would have gotten our you know what's kicked by his security or whatever, and we'd probably be talking to each other right now. Right. Um, so. That's another thing I don't really understand is Will Smith assaulted Chris Rock and his only sanction, his only punishment was he's not allowed to go to the Oscars for a year or two, which actually sounds like a reward as far as I'm concerned. Well, I've, when you, I literally have gotten to the point where I can't name a movie nominated for Best Picture anymore. Me too. So, Me too. Yeah. And, and I think that, that used to be... I, I think that's why the Oscars, there's been this push now to have... Um, like a best popular movie category. Um, right. I do think Top Gun Maverick may have been nominated for something like best audio effects or I don't know, you know, what one of those technical categories, but yeah, you're right. Like it, 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 it it's okay, I guess, because maybe I don't have the same appreciation for what true art in cinema is. Art. Um, yeah, I, but like I am my standard for what I like, and uh, maybe I just need to do better. I I, I don't know. I, I've I, I I've all remember one year I worked in when I was working in New Orleans. Uh, there was a theater out there who did a day long. We're going to show you all the best picture nominees, mm -hmm. and it, I think it started at like ten in the morning and went to midnight. You got unlimited soda, unlimited popcorns. They gave you bathroom breaks between movies and everything like that. And it was a, a full day of watching six movies nominated for Best Picture. I made it through two and a half, and I left. <laughs> two and a half. This would have been like 2008, I want to say. I made it through two and a half and left. Couldn't do it. Boring. But again, I mean, I'm I'm not... I'm only one person. I'm not representative of the entire movie-going public, I guess. By the way, you got a lot of heat for your Forrest Gump take. I yeah, I heard. From, I heard from several people who listen to the podcast that they think that uh, you were off your rocker with that one, mm -hmm. my friend. Well, you know, uh, I have worse takes than that when it comes to movies. Never <laughs> seen Star Wars. No interest to see Star Wars. Never any, seen any of them. 
any of them. Mike. Not believable. Not believable. Now, what I have seen repeatedly is Spaceballs. I think Spaceballs is hilarious. Come on. No, hear me out. Hear me out. If I had seen Star Wars, I probably would think that Spaceballs would be Oscar worthy. Like, there's a lot of jokes in Spaceballs I don't get. But it's escapism. It's humor. Um, I just I don't like watching movies that present itself as being reality when it's completely unrealistic. And that's look, everyone's entitled to their opinion. You like Forrest Gump, that's fine. I'm not gonna kill you. It it a lot of people love that movie. Um, I just if you're gonna portray yourself as doing something realistic, make it realistic. That's all I'll say. All right. Moving on, because we don't have enough time for this, frankly, and this needs to be its own episode. Um, 